It's the Toy Talk Guys Holiday Podcast with your host, Stricken Motel. everybody welcome to the toy talk guys podcast thank you for joining us for this special 2020 holiday cast we're sending the year out on the holiday cast as always excited to be here strick always excited favorite time of the year it is it is just for this podcast so we are super excited to get into it here because we have a stacked cast if you can believe it so there's there's a ton of stuff to get through and I don't want to ramble. We have a ton of quick mentions to get through. Uh, Strix giving us some quick mentions on Lego. I'll call those stocking stuffers, just to, you know, keep in theme. Mm-hmm. And then we also got a bunch of discussion topics. We're talking about the Hess toy truck. We're talking Ooh. some more Lego, uh, Mandalorian, Super Mario. We're talking some McDonald's toys. And then we're also going to get into, of course, you guessed it. It's what you're here for. You're here to hear the top 10 toys for the holiday seasons, as judged by us. And then we'll also get into some fan involvement. And then we'll also talk some collection updates. And of course, also what you're here for. The reason we're all really here. Is the holiday gift exchange. Oh, yeah. Strick and I have given each other gifts. And we're going to open them recorded live here on the Holiday 2020 Toy Talk Guys podcast. It is a busy time of the year for the Lego calendar. They are just releasing all the images of their 2021 lineup. And um, there's a a flurry of sets so i'm just going to hit them really quick the one i'm most excited about i'll talk about first the lego police station modular building officially announced this thing looks really tight it's coming in around 200 dollars, so a little, little up there on the modular side but i think it looks good some of the community not so sure it's pretty it's pretty beige um but whatever dude i, I love these modulars let me get your hot take you liking this thing yeah anytime it's a modular man i'm, I'm all for it and it looks like the uh some of the 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 minifigures have some uh, nice nostalgic faces and they're all yellow. Oh yeah, man. They always keep it yellow in this theme. Um, there's a little donut shop to the left. I thought that was a nice little touch. And uh, yeah, otherwise it's a police station. It's looking pretty good. I'm definitely going to pick that boy up later. Maybe I'll talk about it. I'm definitely going to do it in a future video. Just wanted to mention it quickly. On to sets I'm not super thrilled about, but felt the need to mention the Lego art mosaics. They're making more of them, man. They won't stop. It's Harry Potter. And Mickey and Minnie Mouse, uh, just for all you Lego art mosaic fan enthusiasts out there, I know there's three of you out there. Um, I'm really harsh on these things. I think rightfully so. They're not my cup of tea, but maybe they're yours. So there's Harry Potter and Mickey and Minnie Mouse. Are these, is this going to get you to purchase, man, that Harry Potter, that sweet Harry Potter one? No, um, you know, possibly a gift for somebody who, you know, actually scratched it. I was trying to make a joke. It didn't work. I'm not going to buy these. <laughs> I mean, if you don't want that sweet Harry Potter sigil, uh, that's that's a that's a cool four hundred and eighty dollars. That's going to cost you to get the, the only thing that looks good out of any mm. of those. I mean, th- mm. these have to be the worst looking ones on their own. The uh, the house sigils by themselves. Um, click the link. Check them out for yourself. They look bad. Don't buy them. Um, I know I'm definitely going to get some uh, rage comments on that, but I don't like them. Uh just flying through these. Up up next, Star Wars 2020 sets. Uh, again, we're getting X-Wings. We're getting TIE Fighters. Nothing crazy new here. I'll, I'll save the Mandalorian set for a later, later discussion. But uh, the one thing I did want to mention here is that these sets are dropping in price, man. These are made for the kiddos. So oh. the, the X-Wings coming in around 50 bucks, which is like they haven't released something like that 
for quite a while. Um, there's less detail. Figs look good. I'm all for these, man, because I'm, I'm for the figs, and I don't want to be spending a, an arm and a leg just to get these little figures to come in these crazy massive sets. So this is a, this is the next theme, man. I know you're going to love this. Lego <laughs> Botanical Collection for 2021. The botanicals, man. We're getting into trees and plants and flowers and all kinds of fun stuff. What are you going to get your mom on Mother's Day? I want to I want to know right now, because I'm getting my mom this flower bouquet. 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 Uh, yeah, this thing is looking good, man. Um, and I'm I'm being completely facetious here. I don't know who these are for. It's funny because I remember back in the day, like some of my favorite pieces as a young boy, like a child, I liked I liked the foliage. I liked the bushes. I liked the trees. Of course uh, you you'd, did. you'd always get like one, you know, one in a set or two. Yeah. But never, never would I have expected to, uh, to get something quite like this. To build your own bonsai. I will say the bonsai is not bad. That's like, it would look kind of cool on the shelf. It's a little goofy. They're like 50 bucks. Just get yourself a bonsai tree. Uh, that's my, that's my suggestion to you. I'm being pretty harsh on a lot of these, but I just, this is just not for me. If you like it, all great, great for you. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're super happy because I never thought we'd see anything like that. So. Just want to mention those quickly. Uh, still cruising through these. I swear I'm almost done. Uh, Marvel Superheroes 2021. These sets were revealed. The only thing I want to mention here, man, is the mechs, dude. The mechs are back. They're mm -hmm. continuing. We got the Captain America. We got the Thor. And we've got the Spider-Man Miles Morales version. I'm getting these three. I love these things. They're just so, <laughs> they're so silly and cheap. And I love just, I'm a sucker for $10 sets, man. I'm like, that's like nothing. That's like pocket change. Um <laughs> So I, I end up buying like a lot of $10 sets because like I told you, it's just a nice quick little put together 10 minutes. It's great. And these figs look pretty awesome, too. So those are definitely going to be on my list. I know you're loving those mechs, man. Yeah, dude, we're just a, we're a mech nation now, you know? We're, I know. We just fully embrace the mech. Everyone loves the mech, you know? <laughs> Return of the mech, something like that. Um, all right. So next up, we got Lego Harry Potter classroom sets. These things are looking pretty cool. Definitely just check out the pictures. There's one for each house. It's like a little book style. You open it up, a little diorama. I think these look really great for classrooms. It's a nice backdrop. It's also a book. Look cool on a shelf. I really like this style, and I hope they do more of these. They're 30 bucks. I think it's just a great set. You get three figs. Really awesome. Yeah. Opinions on this motel? Polly Pocket-esque. Polly Pocket-esque, yes. Polly Pockets, you know, they figured it out a while ago, and now everybody's just like, oh, yeah, Polly Pockets. Let's do it. That's, That's right, what everybody man. wants. I'm here for it. All right, dude. That was a lot. All right, man. Well, we got through our stocking stuffers. Now it's time to unbox some gifts under the tree. You know what I'm saying? I know we're what you're into, saying. We're getting into these meaty discussions here. Mm. And what better way to start this off than to discuss the 2020 Hess toy truck? I don't know a better way. Strick, were you a Hess fan ever? I was not, but my brother definitely was. <laughs> He had a always, lot of these. I always feel like I, I should just end up having a podcast with your brother. Like, he should just stand in for you some of these times. He really should. He knows way more about the toys that you talk about. Like, every time we have a cat and I'm like, I don't know what that is. He'll, he'll, like, text me and be like, dude, how do you not know that? I had that. That thing was great. Oh, man. But, yeah, I, I can also say the same. I was not a Hess truck kid. But a lot of my friends, 
like had it every year. It wasn't just like, oh, I'll get the Hess truck this year. It was like, oh no, like we're what's what's the Hess truck this year? Like I'm getting the Hess truck, no doubt about it. If if that's the only gift I get, it's the Hess truck. You know, I don't know if you knew people like that. Well, you said your brother, but I I never oh, yeah. I never I never got the appeal. Um, it wasn't really for me. It's that- just brilliant marketing, man. Like. Like Hess gas station, right? It's a gas station. Do they do more than that. That's all it is, right? They're it's just a gas, gas station. station. Yeah. That's brilliant. So many people know the Hess truck, and like it's just this. It's like just like a silly thing that they release every year, and people just go crazy about it. It's like it's just a toy toy truck. Uh, well, just, they they keep it they keep it fresh every year. Well, at least okay. they try to keep it fresh every year with different styles of trucks and things of like things of that nature. Um, so. Last year, 2019, I believe it was a tow truck. This year, they released an ambulance for the first time ever. And it's supposed to um, be a nod to all the first responders. I mean, specifically this year in 2020. Kind of what caught my eye, as it does every year, were the Hess truck toy commercials with that catchy, catchy jingle. The Hess truck's back. Don't you love that jingle, Strick? I I hope to God that you put that right before this segment because i need to hear that when i listen back to this the commercial caught my eye because it's all right it's first responder so i don't know if you if you watch the commercial you might have you might have caught a glimpse of it but the whole scenario is uh santa fell down during a skiing like accident like yeah he, he was skiing got careless fell down and you can see he's sort of like gripping his arm his, his elbow a little bit Ooh. Getting like the ahs, the ugh, ah. Yeah, I didn't land right. Mm, um, hurts. Yeah, so this Hess truck comes full, full on, just blazing in, just, just barreling, plowing through the snow, like off roading. And the little secondary vehicle pops out too. Um, and it, it apparently it's, it can pop wheelies. I don't, I don't know why that's necessary because you know it's a, it's a rescue truck, so I don't know why you're, they're going for <laughs> like tricks and things like that. <laughs> it's got to get to Santa faster. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why it needs to be popping wheelies though. It's a little showy. Why? Why wouldn't it? That's the question. Yeah, my question is, can it? Can it do endos too? You know, I'm unfamiliar with endos. Oh, dude, dude. should I ripping, look up endos right I'd now? Be ripping endos all day, baby, <laughs> all day. No. Um. So anyway, the, <laughs> Santa's in trouble. The Hess truck gets there, and the Hess truck gets him back to wherever he needs to be in order to get his arm into a sling. So. They responded quickly. I just don't think that's the appropriate response for Santa's injury. It's just like send his barreling truck towards him. I guess that's what you're getting at with those this popping wheelie truck. Look, we don't know how serious it was. All right, They're, okay, that's true. Concussed. It was Santa. It was. It's close to the holidays. You don't want that man down. You know. That's he, true. I thought for sure you were gonna say he came down with COVID. I thought that's what, that's no, what, that's God, what you were no. gonna say. God, and they're no. rushing him off to the COVID hospital. Where does that Where does that man get off though? Just. Doing just some, skiing. Yeah, just leisurely skiing. And then he gets himself hurt. That's like a, a basketball player, like, I don't know, cutting onions near the big game or something. That's a terrible analogy, but you know what I mean? Like like a <laughs> yeah, violin oh, yeah. player, a violin player, like, going and doing something like some, like, woodworking or something. Like, you don't do that stuff when you're Santa. You got, well, I guess he's got elves. Like, what do, we, all right, I won't get into Santa, but okay. I got you. He shouldn't be you. doing that stuff, is no, what I'm not saying. At all. Not at all. Um, I'm liking the look of this Hess truck, and better yet, I wanted to get your your reaction on this. You, you see the secondary truck that comes out of the ambulance, right? I'm seeing it, yeah. Does that look like another truck in your mind? I mean, it it looks like, like I guess for, like a like a Hummer a little bit. Well, no, I'm t- all right. I'll give you a hint. What what's from like 90s 
uh, culture from a big 90s blockbuster movie. Oh, dude. <laughs> I'm what? just going to I'm just going to try to guess where your head's at and say Jurassic Park. Oh, no, no. Uh, all was, right. Uh, it was Dante's Peak. <laughs> Dante's Peak. <laughs> yeah, dog. Should have known. Should have known. My yeah, bad. The, the truck that uh, Pierce Brosnan drove in there. Ah, that's where my head should have gone. My bad, dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, it wasn't a rescue vehicle he drove in there. It was some sort of like geological surveillance vehicle but it, it had like the it looks like the, like it could do some you know, off-roading and all that so i should have known don't give me yeah don't don't uh don't patronize me i should have known no and right. don't and don't give me grief for talking about dante's peak man we got to talk about dante's peak at some that's point. true so any excuse to talk about it on, at least on once podcast. a year it's gotta be <laughs> <laughs> anyway um so one last thing i don't uh, hess collectors could call me on this i don't think there's too much value in like buying up the Hess truck in hopes of selling it at some point. Um, I mean, you collect it to collect it, to have fun and enjoy collecting it. And it's just like, it's a, you know, it's a pastime at this point. So it's like, if you enjoy collecting it, then collect it. But I don't, I really don't think there's too much money, especially like on these like two that like year 2000 and two to 2020. Like there, I looked, I looked at values. Like some of them have even like depreciated in value. Like I think oh, these yeah. trucks are running like, $36 or something like that now. And some of them don't even get over 40, like in the aftermarket. So if that's something you've ever considered looking into, I'd probably look somewhere else for better investments. Cause I'm not really seeing it there, but somebody could correct me Two, two or three points on this. Uh, point number one, it's a scalper type of thing. So like this year, if it sells out, it's going to be hot potatoes to get this thing. So like people scalp it like really quick. Second thing, I was talking to a dude that I used to work with and I, would, I told him, like, I collect Leo, I do all this stuff. And he's like, oh, I'm a Hess truck collector. Like, I have all these Hess trucks. And I was like, oh, well, it's like the future value of Hess trucks. And he's like, oh, they're great. They're great. They're great. And then I looked it up and it, like exactly what you said. I was like, no, they're not. Like, what are you talking about? And he, like, he pointed to a few that I was like, okay, all right. But like the, the, the vast majority is like, they're worthless. Um, and then three, we'd say all the time, if something's meant to be collected, it's very likely not to be super valuable. So this thing fits the bill perfectly. It's meant to be collected by kids adults kept in the box most of the time like it's not gonna it's not gonna hold value very well so just want to get those three points out there lego star wars the mandalorian trouble of tatooine i added this to this section just because i thought it needed a little mention um i want to get your hot take on this set because i have feelings about it I, the one thing i will mention is that you get baby yoda the mandalorian in his best car uh uniform outfit whatever armor and then you get a tuscan raider let me just get your general sense of like this set it's a let's see 20 dollars set 30 dollars set something like that let me let me just get your hot hot take on what you think of this my hot take is i really like the set Really? Now, what do you like about this set? I like it because it's like a full play set. It's okay. not just like one ship where it's like I put the ship together and then that's it. I, I, I'm, you know what? Why don't you just go ahead and rip it apart so that I, <laughs> I cannot feel stupid? <laughs> no, it's like I, I really, I was really interested in your opinion because a lot of people are like, "This set is awesome. It looks great. I love this set." And I'm just like, "What are you guys looking at? Like, I'm, I'm looking at a set that I've seen like a thousand times from Lego. Like, it is, it is a speeder bike. It's three figures." It's a little background. And then the thing I have the most problem with is like this little gunnery armor thing that they have here. But I'll just say, like, you don't watch The Mandalorian, right? I've seen the first season. 
You said, oh, have you? Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, have you, you haven't, you haven't dipped into the second season yet? No, not yet. Dude, second season is way, way better than first season. I don't know if that's controversial to say. I don't think it is. <laughs> okay. Um, way, way better. I wasn't, I wasn't digging first season too, too much. Um, okay. all right. So this is from second season. The thing I'll say about it is we finally get Mando Beskar armor. And that is definitely what people are so hype about. They're like, look at that Mando figure. He's the best. The set is also awesome. I'm like, I, I'll give you the Mando. That's cool. We finally get him in this, in his armor. But like the rest of the set is not great in my opinion. You get a campfire scene. Okay, that's exciting. I could set my two little figures down at the campfire and what are they going to talk to each other? Like, I don't know. Just not the most action-packed, exciting. You get the speeder bike. Okay, that's cool. This this thing, this turret, this like gun, yeah. I don't want to give too much away. That's firing at something else that's not in this set. <laughs> so okay. like th- that right away is like either they're going to have a companion set that hopefully goes along with this and it makes sense. Otherwise, what are you going to fire that thing at? Like, he's not shooting at Mando. He shouldn't be. Um, okay. No, that's all valid. It's all valid, man. I I understand. Um, as far as, like, it being accurate to the show, I get that. But I'm talking about, like, I'm tr- I try to look at Lego like I'm a kid. Like, and wh- how I'm going to play with it, like, to the way I'm going to play with it. So, like, I look at that and I, I see a full interactive play set as opposed to, like, okay, well, let me get the ship, but I can't really play with the ship without this other ship, and that comes in another set. I'm looking at that set as just like, okay, I can put this together, and I can enjoy it for what it is. It's a play set that I can just play with, as opposed to, oh, well, now I got to go find the other set if I want to play with this. Like, it's it's all encompassing, is what I'm trying to say. That is a very valid point, and if kids were commenting on this and saying that, I would totally get it, but, like, these are just adult fan collectors, and they're going nuts for the set, and I just don't get it. I don't understand... Aside the best car armor, I get it. That's cool. But we've gotten Baby Yoda already. It's the same mold. We've gotten a Tuscan Raider like a hundred times. It's the same mold. So it's really him. It's like you're you're paying thirty dollars for that figure, and I think that's a little cheap. And I don't really like that. Um, okay. But Lego's done it a hundred times. But I just wanted to uh, get my opinion out there because because I've been baffled by these comments. It's kind of all <laughs> I wanted to say about it. It's just it's baffling. Lego Super Mario 2021. I didn't mention these in the upfront just because I thought they needed their own section. They're keeping this going, man. They've invested and they are not backing away from this idea. So we got a couple sets coming in 2021. We've got a, uh, you know, we got the make master your adventure maker set. And that comes with a few figures that I'll talk about later. It's probably the one we'll talk about the most. Then you just got a couple other expansion sets with a few new baddies. You got more outfits for Mario. And then you got another series pack, man. Another character pack, character pack two. Got some fun guys coming in that, but I just want to get your your quick opinion on how you feel about this this line in general. I, I, I kind of forget if you like this or not at the very beginning. Yeah, I don't want to contradict myself. I mean, I'm slowly falling further and further away from liking this. If I did say anything about how much I really liked it, I, I think I remember, I think I recall liking it for like some sort of display purpose. I think I remember liking the Bowser Castle set and then... Ah, uh, what else did I like? I think I like that Boo set, too. I think um, you did. <laughs> yeah, and for the only thing that's grabbing me out of here is the Wiggler set, just because the mm. Wiggler. <laughs> I know you'd like that set. As soon as I saw that Wiggler, I was like, I feel like Motel's gonna like that set. Yeah. Um, I think I'm exactly where you are. Like, at first, I was like, this is kind of neat. It's kind of cool. Um, I'm not I'm not totally into it because it's not minifigs, but whatever, I'll take this. Now, I've, I've just, like, grown to really not like these sets at all. Um, I think... 
I'm just waiting. I'm just like, get this junk out of here so we can get the regular stuff that everybody wants. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. If kids like it, that's great. And I've heard like they're pretty great for kids. I played it like I, I got the starter kit and I played through it. I, I guess I played through a level, if you could say that. It's not fun. It's uh, I think I talked about in this cast like it's not challenging. It's not even set up to be like a true platformer. I know I know that's what, not really what they're going for, but it, like the rules don't make sense. Like yeah. you could you can just cheat so easily that you need to set so many ground rules. So just adding to that, like the at the base level, they just didn't really nail it. And now they're just like, well, here, just like keep adding more crap on top of crap. And like eventually it's gonna be good, right? And I'm just like, nah, not really. <laughs> you're selling you're selling people on these cool figures. And the one figure I want to mention that I'm kind of bummed about that he comes in the set because I want him, man, is 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 the Koopaling. That's that's Iggy, right? Or is that who's that? Who's not Iggy? Ooh, um... That's uh Larry. Larry Koopa. Okay. It's Larry. He's coming in the new make your master your adventure maker. The other thing I'll say about these is none of them include Mario again. They decided not to put him. You got to get that starter kit still. So that's still a little confusing. Ooh, and we'll talk about that later. Oh, we will talk about that later. <laughs> uh, so there's there's some new concepts that they introduce in this master your own adventure. I just don't care. I just like none of this appeals to me. If you guys like you. it. That's cool for you. Enjoy collecting these things. I'm definitely steering clear of all this stuff. Like, none of it is appealing to me anymore. And I'm just going to wait for minifigs, man. It's just funny. Uh, just because, like, it's two of your loves, man. I know you as a... You love Lego. And, and you really do love Nintendo. I know you like... You're a Nintendo boy. I know oh, you yeah. are. Oh, and yeah. And it's just like those two loves are just meeting. And, and, and it's, they just... <laughs> they haven't fully meshed. You know? They're, they're just... You're just like... Science, science would dictate that I should love this, but I don't, and it saddens me. But I still feel like I need to like love this, or at least try to love it. So I, I understand where you're coming from, man. Yeah, man. It's like when two hot people have an ugly baby. You're just like, that just makes sense, man. Yeah, like, that's just that's that's not science, you know. It's not science. They should, the baby should be hot, and you're like, you know, maybe it is. I don't know. Like they're hot. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is this is an ugo. They uh, they did they did. Did us dirty. If you guys like this, like by all means, keep collecting it. But I, I really don't like this stuff. I've been super negative this cast. <laughs> super negative. Let's let's flip it over to something I could be positive about, man. Take a ride on the cartoon side. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway at Walt Disney World is rolling into McDonald's. Hop aboard with a ride-inspired toy and calcium-packed milk in your McDonald's Happy Meal. What do you get when you take the most magical place on Earth? And you combined it with the happiest place on Earth. Ooh, that's a good question. The, the, the sweetest place on Earth? The answer is right. No, that's Hershey Park. Oh, uh, my bad. The answer is right in front of us, man. It's, it's the Walt Disney World Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway Toys at McDonald's. We love talking about McDonald's on this cast, man. It's my favorite. <laughs> Outside of Lego, I'm not even joking. I love talking this stuff. So arguably, you know, Disney, most magical place on Earth. And McDonald's is the happiest place on earth, wouldn't you say? Strick? I don't think you could deny it, man. That's like, it's been proven. <laughs> Scientific fact. They did the research. I am not too, too familiar with Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I've, I've obviously never been on it. Yeah, man. They replaced the great movie ride with this. Okay, that's what that is. All right. Okay. Yeah, man. I got you. Say goodbye to your alien popping out of the ceiling. That's like <laughs> the best part of Disney. It's gone. Forget it. <laughs> So I don't know if McDonald's is continuing this promotion into December at all, but I do know in the last half of November they've been pumping these toys out. 
Um, so yeah, if, if you're not familiar, each of these toys have taken certain elements of, uh, different attractions and rides at the park and they, they've turned them into these, uh, little push cars basically, uh, with small little action features on them. And you can, you can hook them all up to make a nice Disney train and it can run away, right? It's a, it's a runaway railway. Yeah. Yeah. Runaway railway. So, um, I didn't really want to go through all of them just because I don't know if anybody's going to be able to really get their hands on them, um, now, but I think so. Just a couple of them I thought were interesting. One, the Hollywood Tower of Terror push car with Mickey popping out the top. I like that I, one. I thought that was pretty cool. And I think it's cool because I feel like Hollywood Tower of Terror is going to go away at some point just because they took it away in Disneyland. So, oh, did they? Yeah. So it's only in uh, Orlando now. Which oh, is, dude, that's like, that's a crime. That's like it, one of my favorite rides. It is. Like, Disney wants to keep stuff updated, man. Twilight Zone is, like, not updated. So... Uh, they turned that into like Gal or what is it? Guardians of the Galaxy, I think. Out Did there. they? Dude, that yeah. that's a that's just a space issue. You know, like like they don't have enough space to fit that stuff in Disneyland. They got so much room at Disney World. No way that's going away. That's like one of their top attractions. Okay. All yeah. right. I, I hope so. I hope oh, so. Definitely, and, dude. But even if it's not, then at least you have this toy to remember it by. Yeah. You know? Of course. So and the the second the second one I want to mention, um, and the last one I want to mention is the Goofy toy where he is on the Expedition Everest ride being pursued by the Yeti. Yeah, man. Are you familiar with uh, that attraction? Absolutely. One of my faves. Not even (laughs) I'm not not even joking. Yeah, it's probably my top five. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, easily. I love that ride, man. Are you familiar with the issues that the ride has undergone? No. I hope it doesn't have like a lot of bad issues because it's kind of a (laughs) scary ride to go on. All right, so for for those who don't know, I'm sure you all do, but it's uh I think like the tallest it's the tallest attraction that Disney has. It's it's essentially like a roller coaster that takes place on um a mountain which is I guess supposed to be Everest. Mm-hmm. And you're being pursued by the Yeti that inha- <clears throat> that inhabits the mountains. At the very end of this ride, there's supposed to be this uh big mechanical Yeti um and he's still there, but he's not working. Um, a couple of fun facts. The Yeti is 25 feet tall, weighing in at four tons. He is the largest animatronic figure Disney has ever created. And get this, the hydraulics that he's powered by are more powerful than a jet engine. Wow. Yeah, but he doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> he just sits there. Is that why they flash the strobe at him? That's right, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they flash the strobe at him to simulate movement because a couple of months after the ride opened, he stopped. Well, he 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 worked, but apparently, like his concrete like pedestal was compromised, Ooh. and they they can't get in there to work. They'd have to shut the whole ride down to to work on it. And it, w- it was going to be like extensive work and it was going to take a long time and they couldn't afford to do that. Um, so the Yeti just does not move, uh, which I find fascinating. It just it just sits there with the strobe lights on him. And people have, I guess, fans of the ride now call him Disco Yeti. So Disco. Oh, I see. OK, little, that makes little, sense. Little fun fact. I think I think those would be the two cars I'd get. I get the Hollywood Tower Terror ride and I get the, the Yeti ride there for out of these uh, McDonald's toys. So fun well, fact for you. Are you not going to mention the controversy with these? Have you heard that? Yeah, I heard that they got recalled or discontinued. Well, not discontinued, but um, yeah, they got recalled because of the QR codes that were packaged in the bags. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Um, that is that is that's sending these values for the first run through the roof, man. 
Like, I only know this because my sister was after these. Like, she was collecting them to make ornaments. Um, mm-hmm. And she has a couple of the first run. And, like, she considered selling them, but she opened a lot of them. But, um, yeah, she's like, sh- she's like, should I just keep them and sell them? Like, what should I do? And she was checking eBay prices and kind of texting me. She's like, all right, one guy has a full set for, like, he had it for, like, whatever, $30 yesterday. And now it's, like, $60. And, he's, and she's like, oh, they all just sold out. Like, he had four of them. They all sold out. So... I totally see these first runs going for crazy money. Like, I'm not saying crazy, crazy, but like, I could see them go for like triple, triple, quadruple what they originally, their original value. I don't know. I mean, they, they could. Um, I would sell now, though. I w- while people want them, I would sell them now. Oh, for uh, sure. While yeah. people are in the craze and there's like haze, you know, like corn maze. So <laughs> I would sell them now while people are scrambling. Absolutely. That'd be my recommendation because I don't know how long it's going to last. For sure. And if you want to buy them, wait, wait until the craze ends and then yeah. people just kind of, you know, sell them off for nothing. Yeah, absolutely. My history's a little hazy, Cassius. But shouldn't the barbarians lose the Battle of Carthage? Ah, uh, yes. Sorry. Um, the Lego Coliseum, man, officially announced this thing is a behemoth. I hope you have half a grand sitting around because that's what it's going to take to pick this boy up. $550 to buy this set. Have you, have you, would you ever, would you ever buy a $550 toy? Um, never in my life. I didn't think so. I don't think I would either. I mean, I don't want to take away, I've been so negative. I don't want to take away from what you're getting here. I mean, it's, it's, it's worth the money. I'll say that. Like you're getting per, per brick, you're you're getting your money's worth here. But this thing is humongous. I don't know who has room in their house to display this thing. But That's if you crazy. do, and you really love the Coliseum, and you just need this thing, you go you go buy it for yourself. Um, I don't know how you feel about this thing. How do you feel about it? I think I'm giving you giving it away how I feel I, about it. I mean, I, could, I am just not a person that appreciates architecture, and especially not at like a $600 price. I'm not interested in a Lego attempt at architecture. <laughs> no, neither am I. Um, and the one thing I want to say about it is, I watch people put this together, like I've watched builds like time-lapse builds it looks so unfun <laughs> it looks so monotonous and repetitive it looks eye straining and like a headache oh yeah dude it's all it's all beige um so <laughs> you're not getting any kind of cool funky pieces in there you get a little bit in the base but like that's it and then yeah it's it's a lot of repetitive work um you're building basically the same thing 35 times so if you want to do that um i recommend saving a lot of money and just you know building one thing once taking it apart and doing it 35 more times it won't look cool when you're done but you'll you'll basically get the same building effect are you not entertained <laughs> this is uh yeah i'm i've been pretty harsh on this like if somebody had this i would i would of course marvel at it like it belongs in a museum <laughs> it belongs it belongs in you know it's, it's an impressive feat i like this is just mock territory where it's like i can't see a lot of people buying this thing maybe they will but kudos to you lego for for giving it a shot and releasing something like this i just think it's so impractical for most collectors to buy so if you really love the coliseum need something huge you got a half a grand just sitting around burning a hole in your pocket this sets for you the one thing i did want to mention is that if that does apply to you uh you had a chance on black friday to get a very mm-hmm. cool very sweet gift with purchase set if you want to plunk down your money right away <laughs> have you seen this thing man i this- have dude i saw it on twitter i <laughs> Like, what a slap in the face. Uh, so you plunk down your hat, and you get this nice Black Friday edition Roman chariot with 
Let's see them. Brick-built horses, because I guess they couldn't afford the other horses that put them in this set. So they gotta be brick-built and look really good. And, yeah, dude, after spending all that money, that's what you get. You get this, what's gotta be, like, a $10 set, maybe? Like, I can't believe that they did that. They couldn't think of anything better to give you than that set. Yeah, well, how often are you picking up pantsless minifigures, too? I mean, that that piece is not rare. Like, you you can get that on Bricklink for nothing, for pennies. I think all these pieces, I don't think any of these pieces are exclusive. They're all, they're all just, like, hodgepodge from other sets. So nothing about the figure is exclusive, to my knowledge. Maybe the torso is, and if you really need that, be crazy and buy it. Well, you already missed your chance, so forget it. Um, but this thing is just a joke of a set. Like, everyone's just kind of laughing at it, like, all the reviews I'm reading are like, it's not good. Don't bother. Um, so Is the set specifically called Black Friday, though? Like, that's what it's in the book says? No, it's called the Roman Chariot. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the yeah, the book just says Black Friday, <laughs> which is pretty great. Um, yeah, dude, I don't I don't know what they're doing. This this is just such a whiff for me. And I'll talk about the uh, another whiff later on when we get to collection updates. But that was it. Wanted to talk about the Coliseum because it's so big. It's 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 a historical event that they had it's the largest set ever made for lego for consumers and uh not for me maybe it's for you if it is go buy it it's not for me just for the record yeah i didn't think it was strick you know you feel it in the air all right it's that that cold front coming through Mm. it's that time man (laughs) Top 10 toys for the holidays, as chosen by the Toy Talk guys. Everyone's favorite. You ready to... This is why the people tune in, man. That This is why. That and the exchange, but... People are itching it for it all year. They're just like, oh, when is that top 10 toy list coming from the Toy Talk guys? I can't wait. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, and people just, they do wait because they don't go out and shopping until they hear this list. They, that they is need, true. They need to know what to look for, what to buy. And that's, you know, there's too many... Uh, toy lists out there uh, floating around, you know, from Amazon, Target, Walmart, and Bunch of all, jokesters. all the others in between. Um, so what we've done is we, we've condensed the, all those lists into this one nice, tight, delicious list. It's basically a mixture of how frequently they appeared on these lists um, and then our opinion of these toys. So it's sort of all mixed together in, in, to make this one beautiful list. So without further ado... Let's kick it off with number 10. Let's do it. Are you excited to see Playmobil making this list? Top 10. I believe it made it last year, but Playmobil's on here again. I think I think it had held the 10 spot last year, if I remember correctly. <laughs> you love just getting this thing on here, a top 10 spot. <laughs> I mean, it really didn't... I, it didn't need too much too much coaxing from me. It, it kind of just slipped on there. I was just like, hey, hey it's got to be on there, man. It, it's a cool-looking set. And what I'm talking about more specifically is Scooby-Doo, the Mystery Machine set. This thing is... This thing is looking good. I this this deserves. I'm not even joking around. This deserves the ten list this year. I did. I was questioning the ten list yet last year, but okay. this thing earns the spot. I'm all about this thing, dude. I'm all about Playmobil 
right now. Not like I haven't <laughs> I haven't bought any of it, but I'm just loving that Playmobil is just like you know what? We have nothing to lose at this point. Let's just let's swing for the fences. Let's pick up some some well-known lines and let's see what we can do with them. And they're just they're the underdog. They're the 16th spot. They got nothing to lose. They're just like let's let's go out there and prove them wrong. I, you know who cares? Go yeah, big, man, go home. That's them. They're, they're doing it, dude. <laughs> they're just they're they're slugging above their weight class with Lego and they're picking up these lines and I think they're doing them justice. I don't know how you felt about like Lego Scooby-Doo, but Playmobil Scooby-Doo it's pretty tight from what I'm seeing so far. Yeah, man. There was a Lego mystery machine, and this thing, I think I would rather play with. Uh, I just, I wasn't getting the good vibes from the Lego one. It looked cool when once complete, but just playability, this thing's looking way, way better. It's just looking like a beefy mystery machine, you know? Like, yeah, dude. It's like a beefy Astrovan, so it doesn't look, like, totally like it came right out of the show. It sort of looks like an Astrovan, kind of, kind of utility van kind of thing, so... It has that, but like it, it looks really like modernized and beefy, and it just looks like I want to like just run it across the rug, you know. I got I got like one little problem here with with these figures. I just got to get it out there. Okay. The the faces on these figures I can't deal with. I don't know about you. It's I can't deal with that that blank Playmobil look when it's supposed <laughs> to be a figure that I know and love. Like Fred is looking not like Fred. Do you? And Daphne is looking so angry. Why is she so angry? I think that's just mascara. That is not mascara. She looks like she's got angry eyebrows. I I, I think, see, I think if you took away the the faces like that, I just, I think you're straying too far away from Playmobil at that point. Because, I I don't know, I think it's like endearing a little bit to have that face on there. Well, riddle me this. Velma looks like Velma. Like, they put the glasses, they gave her freckles. Why why they do that but leave Fred just completely blank? Fred's got nothing going. When you when you think of Fred, you think, "Oh yeah, the blonde, the ascot and he's not shaggy." Like that's that's what you think of when you think of Fred, right? He's got like the chiseled the chiseled jaw. You can like get that with like some mm, lines. You're straying too far away from the Playmobil head. You they're couldn't... throwing they're throwing freckles on there, man. That's facial features. Yeah, but they've always had that. I'm just saying it's inconsistent. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Either either you dip your toe or you don't, you know? There's nothing else you could plaster on Fred's face. I disagree. Okay. I disagree. Agree to disagree. (laughs) All right. (laughs) One of the things I do know is a major complaint, and I don't want to last, I don't want to sit too too long on this, but apparently (laughs) they haven't really, like, uh, created the... uh, the, the girl's skirts that well apparently like when you when you try to get him to sit down it just splits in half and explodes like it flies across <laughs> and they're instantly just like naked from the bottom down it's pretty funny um so they haven't they haven't really uh figured that out quite yet i'm so curious to see what Playmobil has next they they really did a good job with um back to the future they did a great job with ghostbusters and i really think they're doing good stuff with uh, scooby-doo so i'm curious to see what what else they have uh, come come 2021 Number nine. Go I could not just pick one number nine. Um I, I couldn't I couldn't put one over the other. Um and I'm really like when I do this stuff, I really try and like go into the mind of like when I was a kid and the stuff that I would be somewhat attracted to. These are, are were more so on the scale of, I saw them in like every single list 
and I I felt I felt obligated to put these on here because I don't like these really too much at all. <laughs> <laughs> what we're talking about? Uh, tie for ninth place. We have little live pets gotta go flamingo, and it's gotta go pets alive. Fifi the flossing sloth. What jumps out at you here, straight? Uh, you know, you know, I love sloths. <laughs> Everything sloths, man. All right. I've well, I've seen Fifi before, and I believe, I believe that's going to be an, under our Christmas tree this year, if I'm not mistaken. Let's talk about the sloth first here. Let's do it. I mean, why not capitalize on the flossing sensation and turn it into a, a sloth doing it? And you know, who better to do it than a sloth? Am I right? I think you're right. I think this just like defines 2019. I don't think 2020, but tw- definitely 2018 or 2019, whenever that was at its height. So they're a little light, light, uh, late to productize it, but yeah. Oh, but they did it. They they, they did, did it. it. Oh yeah, you knew somebody was going to do it, <laughs> and Pets Alive did it. I've I've watched the videos on this thing, and it is arguable that it is flossing in these videos. <laughs> it's very very rough. Um, granted, I'm not seeing it up close, uh, but it, it, it barely resembles the floss. I think the, the best part about this toy is that it shakes its little rump, little dumper around. So, oh yeah, that's definitely the best part. Yeah. Um, so it has a couple of modes, but it all translates into flossing. So enough said there. And it's in a deadlock tie with who I mentioned earlier. Gotta go Flamingo. It's a singing, wiggling and pooping flamingo. <laughs> like who green who green lights this at the companies? Like, oh yeah, uh huh, yeah. F- slap fifty dollars on that thing. Parents are gonna buy that by the bucket load. And whoever they are, they're geniuses. Because I would I would have shot that idea down right away. I just want to know what came first when they were workshopping it. Like, okay, well, something something toilet, right? So we're gonna something have something toilet something taking a dump, right? Llama toilet? What? No, llamas are out. Sloth toilet? Nah, they got the floss and sloth. Forget it. You can't have that. Are flamingos still cool? I, whatever. It's flamingo. It's pink. It, it's eye catching. Put it. Put it on the toilet. Flamingo taking a dump. Perfect. All right, there we go. That's that's a toy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the way this thing works, it can like apparently um, listen to your voice and then repeat back what you say, which I don't understand that because I don't think flamingos do that. I think they're getting that confused with parrots. <laughs> they might be. <laughs> uh, whatever. I'm also um, pretty sure flamingos don't sit on a toilet like this and yeah, go yeah. to the bathroom. All right. Yeah. Lots of for interpretation, I guess. But uh, the main feature is apparently uh, feeding this guy. So you open up his mouth and you dump a whole bunch of what I believe to be squand. Do you know what squand is? Yeah. It's like the sand, not quite sand, squishable sand. Yeah. You're, I mean, that's what, you, yeah, that's a good guess. But it's basically like the sand that you dump into water. And then you can smush it around in the water, and then when you bring it out of the water, it's totally dry. Oh. You don't remember those infomercials from, like, watching Nickelodeon? Mm, can't say that I do. Oh, they pushed that stuff so hard on me. I never I never <laughs> bit down. I was just like, nah, it's not for me. Um, but, but now, now you're thinking about oh, it. Oh, now. Oh, yeah. Because I was wondering, because, like, they only give you, like, this one little packet of sand. And I'm like, man, so, like, he eats it, and then the, you fill the, the toilet with water, and he squeezes out turds. And you can actually watch the turds drop into the toilet. People pro- were probably thinking, like, well, farts, farts are always so funny. Like, but what is funnier than farts? Well, what if we literally see something pinch a loaf into a toilet? Like, what if we see the entire action? 
would would that be funny? Would that would the kids like that? <laughs> I'm just reading these reviews, man. Like these are parents reviewing this thing. Like, eight got it for my eight year old. He loves it. It's the best. <laughs> and then this person's like kind of disappointing, which is like my my son saw this in an ad. We bought it for his birthday. Doesn't really work. The the sound the the speech thing is not that great. The poos it's it's at the top of the bowl. You got to push it down to the bottom if you want it on the bottom. Like who who in that detail is like reviewing this thing? Like, you know, I really wanted the poop to get to the bottom of the bowl. Like, that's what I'm waiting for. And it's not. This thing is the most bizarre toy I think we've ever talked about. If we can even call it a toy. This is so weird. This when, is... I, when I saw it, I was just like, oh, that's a board game, obviously. Like, yeah. it looks it looks like a game. Like, there's some kind of strategy. But no, it is literally a flamingo sitting on a toilet and taking a dump. And you're watching it. <laughs> and that's, that's it. <laughs> you know what? I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe it started as a board game. And they just like they took so long on the on the pooping thing, and they were just like, "We don't. It's Christmas. We don't have time to to figure out the board, you know, or the game. Just whatever. Just send it. Just ship it. It's already sixty dollars. Just put it out there." Oh my god! They've made it all, man. They've made it all. So yeah, that flamingo needs to fly south for the winter. Because is that, what, it, is that hit, what they do? Yeah, because it's landing at number nine spot. Number eight. Time to end this. Activate, launch. Mission accomplished. New Batman launched to defend Batmobile. Play sets and other figures each sold separately. Batteries not included. Batman launch and defend Batmobile remote control vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. You got you got to have a remote control car on here. That's true. That's true. That is like might the, as well be Batman too. That's the quintessential like item at a holiday. I'm gonna say Christmas, but like. You know, when it's that's like one of the big items. It's like you unwrap that. Oh man, the remote control car, and there's Christmas morning. You're just driving the remote control car around. So yeah, we got a Batmobile that's remote controlled. You know, that's they're not they're not like breaking any ground here. You know, Batmobiles are available always. From my perspective as a kid, I always kind of like incorporated my other toys with my remote control car. So I'd like try and like cram them into there or like tape them to them or something. So this is a toy where you can open up the canopy on the Batmobile and it comes with a Batman figure that you can put in there and you can drive them around. So that's kind of, that was that that to me is fun in itself just driving Batman around, but but you know, the action feature here is in the name. It's the Batman launch and defend Batmobile. So there's a a nice red button on the uh, controller there and you can press that and that, that gets Batman to eject out of his chair and into defending action. Oh my God, dude. I mean, you got me with that action feature, man. You got me. I wasn't expecting that. I kind of like that. I've seen reviews on it. It's slightly underwhelming, but the the fact that they're incorporating an action figure is just kind of what piqued my interest. Fair. <laughs> I got nothing to say. I got nothing to say about this thing. I get it. I get it. <laughs> it's it's a solid number. What, what are we at? Eight. Solid eight. Yeah. Exactly. It's I'll a very give it the eight slot. It's, it's an it's an earthy toy when it comes to pop culture and holiday gifts. It's very earthy. I I feel that. I feel okay. that earth earthiness. Uh. So yeah. Next up. At number seven. Why OU? Try something new. Ready? Okay. Tumble, tumble, watch me pass. Can you handle all this sass? Look at you. Look at Joss. Let's all work it like a boss. Fly high, defy the limits. Don't back down in it to win it. R E S P E C T. Respect for you, respect for me. Go Joss. G O. Go Joss. J O S S a boss. Be 
got American Girl doll on here, man. Joss. <laughs> have you seen Joss at all? I have not seen this girl. Okay. She's looking pretty cool though. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's looking she's looking pretty hip. She's a uh, a surfer slash cheerleader. So Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Good and, combo. Uh, and she has a she has a hearing aid in there. Oh, well. okay. So yeah, she's a uh, you know, she's the she's the every girl. Yeah, exactly. Every girl. Every girl loves to surf and cheerlead. Mm-hmm. Every girl I know. I, I watched a uh, a four-minute interview with this doll where um, somebody asked her 23 questions. The doll? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did the doll answer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, or I guess the doll's, the doll's personality that, you know, they're going for here answered. Okay. Um, and fun fact, she prefers... French fries over potato chips. Wow, I would have not. I would. I wouldn't have guessed that from somebody. You know that cheerleads and surfs <laughs> with lots of ketchup. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh my lord. All right. Yeah. I mean, she just. She kind of seems too busy to like ever have time to ever have time with like her owner. So she's so involved. She just got too much ketchup to get through. Yeah. She's, she's got to surf the waves, cheerlead, <laughs> hear stuff. And then she's got to eat all that ketchup. I mean, how's she going to do that? She's coming off a bit of a busy body to me, but you know, she's a, she, she's what the, the lists are, are the, the lists are pushing, man. So, well, she has amazing hair and that's probably what every girl is going to just like, that's what I go to right away. I'm just like, God, that hair is good. Eye catching. So, yeah. Very eye catch, very flowing. It's the best. I'll, I'll go on and say the best American girl doll hair I think I've ever seen. Um, wow. I'm not afraid to say that. Um, the one thing I will say I do not like about this is the way that they fit her shirt that she comes in. She's just showing her under under body there, like her the the plush kind of part of her doll form. I don't think they've ever done that before. It just looks really off putting. <laughs> they're, they're just showing that like the doll part of her skin. Yeah, she's uh she's not leaving much up to the imagination. No, she's not. I don't know. If she's setting the best example for girls here. Um. With the with the with the doll, uh, soft plush peeking out. <laughs> Honestly, that I don't care about that bit. It just it's weird that it, it goes from hard plastic to the soft plush. It's just very. It's like she's sutured together. It looks super weird. Um, and I I don't think I would have made that choice. But I guess she's in a bathing suit. They didn't have much of a, a choice there. Exactly. Well, good good was number seven. Yeah. <laughs> good slot on number seven, man. I like it. Joss, I'm digging her. All right. Well, we're at number six here. Dog that's come to life. Sit, Squeaky. He loves to play. He's clever. He's cute. Roll over, Squeaky. He does lots of tricks. Even that one. Oh, Squeaky. Most of all, Squeaky loves you. He's the amazing balloon dog who's pumped to play. Strick, have you seen this? I have not. <laughs> I have not. <laughs> Tell me about this thing. All right. We're talking about Squeaky. Squeaky the balloon dog makes sound, deflates, and does tricks. I had this tied with all the other ones, like the poop and flamingo and whatnot. But I I did some more research on it, and I was like, you know what? It's kind of owning its spot. Um, and I I feel like you're judging it as hard as I was judging it, like just from looking at it. I think it's I mean, in a class yeah. of its own, man. It, it's okay. a pretty, pretty neat toy. You got to sell me on it right now. Well, it's it's just another, it's another one of those toys where it's like, 
interactive and like the kid can pretend that it's alive kind of deal. Um, and it comes with a couple of things like a balloon uh, that you squeak um, and then he responds to noises. And then it comes with like a little air pump that that's his feeding tube. So you put it in his mouth and he, he gets fed air. And then he has that little <laughs> pin item that you can prick him with. And he pretends to like deflate and makes all these noises and falls over. You really have to watch videos of this thing uh, walking around and like bending over and falling over and all that because it's the way it's like designed just really allows it to feel like his, his movements are kind of seamless. You know? Yeah, I watched I watched a quick clip. That is looking pretty good. All right, I, I'm I'm for these things that kind of move around. I don't know if we like really explained. It's it's like a carnival clown gives you one of those dogs, like the classic balloon dogs. Uh, you know, like ties it up and all that stuff. That's yeah. what it looks like. And it's moving around. It's like doing little dog movements. Um, yeah, man, this is pretty cool. It's better than the poop and flamingo. I'll give you that. I, w- I was digging it. I would definitely like f- for anybody out there, just listen to this. I would definitely like watch a video on it. Like, honestly, like it's kind of a cool toy. And I just feel like that's like what all these toys are trying to be now, though. Like that's that's the unfortunate part. Like every company's trying to capture that moment. Where oh, like, yeah. during Christmas morning, like there it is. That's the moment we'll all remember when it's that the toy... tickle me Elmo. It's the yeah. yeah, it's it's the lightning in a bottle. It's what moms are going to talk about on Talk Time TV. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we, did, yeah, we said this stuff last year. Yeah. <laughs> that's what the, that's what they're all striving for, and I, I I feel like some more are misses than hits. So this one is definitely like in the running, though. Like I I can I can see the appeal. So. I think that that sits solidly at number six. It's also cheaper than the pooping flamingo, which I find surprising. Right. But it is. Maybe that sand costs a lot of money. Number five. You keep a secret? Flying pixies are real. New Hatchimal Crystal Flyers. The magic is in your hands. Only you can make her fly. A little touch and her glittery wings flutter and twirl. Why do you put this stuff on this list? Hatchimals, Pixies, Crystal Flyers. All right. Why do these beat the last one? <laughs> these would never have made it on my list. Basically, is is it's it's what it it's what it says in the name. They're, they're flyers, so like they're um, little pixies that go on these platforms and then they uh, spin around, like they, they spin their wings around and they 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 levitate and fly, and when they're in the air you can kind of like put your hand underneath them and guide their flight. So you can guide them around wherever they, you know, wherever you want to take them. How's that work? I don't know. Some sort of sensor on the bottom where it's mm, just, a, okay. It, All right. Can, yeah. You can guide them. So All right. It's a little more interesting. It's, it's a nice, like, you know, callback to, uh, the, the line of what's it called? Dragonflies. I loved those. Dragonflies. Is that what they were called? Action figures. Yeah. The action figures that had the wings on them. They definitely they, had uh, like these same things for girls back in our day. Yeah, I don't know what those were called. Uh, I'll, I'll remember. Keep talking. Yeah, but those uh, action figures that flew like off of dragons' backs, uh, those were I remember being pretty tight. It's funny. This is marketed as like an indoor toy. I don't know why. Uh, you got your staircase. You like float down the staircase. I, yeah, we used to play with these things, man. At Sky Dancers, I think is what they're called. Uh, that could be go, wrong. Could be wrong, but I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. yeah, dude. I, I did like these kind of toys back in the day. Like I would play with these for hours. Um, yeah, the guiding aspect is kind of cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just, I just, don't, I don't get why it can't be like an outdoor toy. Like you would think this is like that's like the perfect place to have it 
like fly is isn't outdoors so maybe they're scared of selling around christmas time with no, uh, that it being an outdoor toy they're just like yeah it, 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 it could work in, indoors you just need like 20 foot ceilings it, it works i mean i saw it take a couple of bad hits they're pretty resilient um i remember back in the day i would i'd pick up some of this stuff and it may maybe got like it's made in voyage man I, that might be its last like for some of the toys that i had like flying them in the house i remember <laughs> like busting those dragon flyers uh like the first time i'd shoot them off they would just break so um this this one seems pretty resilient um it seems pretty cool it's it's taken it a step up above like what dragon flyers was so i think it 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 kind of earned its spot and it was mentioned a lot on on these on these top lists so I think it earns its five spot here. All right. Slugging at the top here at number four. We're late? Guess we're going flying. Mm-hmm. Because here, we could all be kids. And if you don't remember how, don't worry. You'll find your way again. Because everything's exactly how you left it. We got the Fisher-Price Little People Launch and Loop Raceway. Why <laughs> <laughs> so excited about this? Dude, you did not. You telling me you didn't like little people growing up? I think I did. Let me look at what these little people look like. Oh, you don't have to do that. You, they're like the little like cylinder people that peg into holes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I had a, yeah, I like these guys. Yeah, I mean they're they're not that now. I don't I don't. They've they've drastically changed. If they I was are gonna that, say these look these look different. Th- yeah, it's just a nice big chunky racetrack. I feel like this is something that I would want to have for my kid. And I know, you know, we're, I'm, a, I'm an expected father. You're a new dad. Is this something that you would like to get your son if he had an interest in it? Yeah, I'll say yes. But the one thing I'll say about <laughs> having a newborn is that all the toys are pretty lame. Like, there's not a lot of cool stuff to play with. So I'm just itching for him to be old enough to play with this kind of stuff. Right. And I think you will be too. Like, the toys we like, you got to wait a while. But oh, I yeah. totally agree. I totally agree. This thing's pretty cool. This is this is the the Christmas gift uh, on that morning for the appropriate aged kid. Like this is the big gift. Like, this oh yeah. Is, this is this has a very big presence and um you know it's the one sitting in the back in the back like oh, yeah. behind all the little guys and it's like you're just building up to that big boy and you know you know it's gonna be something <laughs> massive that you're just playing with all day and then it's like gotta go to grandma's house and you're like no I'm still playing with my Fisher Price little people launch and loop raceway I gotta keep playing. Yeah, I mean, so basically, I, we haven't really described what it is. Uh, I mean, you can pretty much decipher it by basically just you, there's two different tracks, and you just race these two guys down these down these tracks, and they all day. Yeah, they have a couple of different paths they can go down, and there's a little loop de loop and a gas station. I mean, it's a little cross section get a little dangerous in there. Yeah, dude, a little crisscross <laughs> crash there. Oh yeah. A, that's pretty intense. I thought of this as like something where let's say like you get a little older and for whatever reason, your parents don't buy you like Hot Wheels tracks. Like my parents didn't really buy me Hot Wheels tracks. Like I didn't, I didn't, I never really asked for them. I just sort of found myself without them. I feel like this could be something where like, yo, like Motel, don't you have any Hot Wheels tracks? And like, you know, the five-year-old me would be like, yeah, I got tracks. like they're here this is it and then i get made fun of it's just kind of just kind of what i thought of oh you said on the cast before you were like getting into something like oh beanie babies you're like yo yeah here's my beanie babies and you had like the mcdonald's teeny beanies and people Uh, like those are beanie babies (laughs) that's right god egg on my face you know that's why you don't like anything mainstream because you just don't want egg on your face that's why 
We figured it out in the cast. I have um, a small Hot Wheels story just because this thing reminds me of it. Go for I it. I think that was the first time I realized like there could be toys that are bad. And we got we got my friend. We got my friend. Like we were we were basically over at each other's house all the time. So when he got a toy, it was like I got a toy. Yeah. And he got the Hot Wheels volcano, one of them. You know, there's like a million, but he's got the one volcano. It was just like the hot toy that year. Yeah. And we we like set it up that day. We we're like, all right, we're gonna play with the Hot Wheels volcano. Like first launch, it just doesn't work. And we're like, all right, well maybe we just we like re- <laughs> refigured it. Second launch, it doesn't work. And that thing just never worked. It worked like one time out of a hundred. And I was just like, this toy sucks. You know, like, I, like we were so disappointed. Like I can't even describe the disappointment we had. Like we were so hyped for that set. <laughs> And it just, I was like, I'm not buying anything Hot Wheels ever again in my life. Like, they totally, that company just totally ruined it for me. Um, that still burns in my memory, like, that 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 experience. It's um, all, it's all, you can't be driving ice cream trucks and oil tankers through dude, your strip. We you got to be using the race cars. We were using the the car that it came with, the specific car, and we were like, dude, I, when I tell you we set that thing up and took it down like a billion times, we did. We were like, we're doing it wrong. <laughs> We got his mom involved. We were like, what are we doing? We, were, we got duct tape out. And we were like, what? like, we were just trying to make it work. And it never worked. It worked like one time. And God, were we disappointed. <laughs> number three, man. I think this is a very, very solid number three. But when the going gets tough, it clears its claws to climb over anything that gets in its way. The animal, the animal, can anything stop? The animal, the animal. It is the Animal Interactive Unboxing Toy Truck with Retractable Claws. Retractable Claws. Now, I'm going to take a wild guess and say you don't remember this from your childhood. I do not. Okay. Um, This was from my childhood, and actually it currently resides up in my attic. Um, Oh. Yeah, dude. The Animal. That was from back in the 90s, man. I had the Animal. Um, it, it was it, pretty much like this. Um, all four wheels had monster, like beast claws that come out of it, just like this one does in the front two wheels. Um, so basically like it, it senses whenever it gets caught up on like an object, like the, the claws come out just to try and like get <laughs> over the object. So like, basically like, just think of like putting your foot in front of it. It will, it will straight up climb over your foot, like effectively. It'll it, claw at you. It's hilarious. Like it, it's so funny. Um, is it effective? Honestly, yeah, it is. Okay. Um, like it, it could straight up, like I would drive it like all around the block and just like it would climb over like dirt and rocks and stuff. It was pretty cool. It'll claw its way out is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, for real. Um, this one, they've really upped their game, man. And we're talking about everybody wants that, that holiday Christmas morning moment and they're going for it here. This truck now drives out of the box, or I should say its cage. It drives out of its cage. <laughs> Tell you what, man, I watched a couple of reviews on this and how it actually works. It's pretty interesting. Um, apparently, like, there's, like, a, a little key on, on the box somewhere that you, like, tear off, and then you, you insert it, turn it on, and then the beast starts, the animal starts growling, the cage starts shaking, and then apparently you're supposed to yell at it, like, get out of there, get out of there, the, <laughs> the animal, being an egg animal. It, egg there. it on. <laughs> get it all riled up. And it doesn't want to hear any of that. So Smack then, it around a bit. <laughs> so in a fury, in a fury, it bursts out of the box. Scares you. Scares the little kid in you. I mean, it's pretty cool, man. I gotta be honest with you. Like, I would have yeah. liked that as a kid. Um, it's it's pretty intense. So, 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it, and from what I can tell, it's like this, it's the same technology um, used in the ones from the '90s. It's the the claws come out when it gets stuck on something and climb over it. Um, pretty pretty cool. It's a, it's a even though this one is more so like it's it's very much more interactive than the than the one from the '90s. The other one is just sort of like you turn it on and then whatever's in its way, the claws come out. This one is like. You can yell at it and it gets mad and stuff. Like, <laughs> what do you? Wait, well, hold on, hold on. Two questions. Yeah. One, one is is the is the bursting out of the box feature. Is that a one and done? It's doing it and it's done. I don't. Oh, that's a good question. I don't think it is. I mean, the box doesn't get totally compromised when you do that. Like, you can put. Okay. It, I'm assuming you can put it back in there and okay, and it can do it again. The second question is, oh, what did you just say? You're yelling at it. What? What? what do you, like, does it just respond to voice? Are you like specific? Like loud yells it will respond to loud yells like probably profane yells i know you're not being serious <laughs> <laughs> not about the profane yells but yeah when you're yelling at it like it, it can like change directions or something like that i think you, you you can like put it on its side and it freaks out and starts like getting really upset <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a truck it's just an animal yeah dude the animal the animal that's good number three Number two. And the adventure begins. Collect coins along the way. Get to the goal on time. And then rebuild the level with Bowser. Lego Super Mario. Your levels, your adventures. Lego Mario included in starter course. Other sets sold separately. We're talking about Lego Super Mario Adventures with the Mario starter course. Yeah, man. Where it all begins. <laughs> where, your, where your fun, your hours and hours of fun begins. For the low, low price of $60. How do you feel about this being at the number two spot? A little high. Say a little high. I would have <laughs> slotted in something else here. But um, I'm just glad that you are giving us a chance to say, if you're a parent out there, well, everybody listening to this cast, like, you guys know, you need this thing to get any kind of value out of those other sets. And I've, I've drilled that home so many times. But I know come Christmas time, there's going to be a million kids out there opening up their, 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 their Toad set their Booze Castle, their Bowser Castle, and they have no Mario to do anything with. And they're going to be pretty upset kids because I think it's just, it's it's not clear enough. They don't make it clear enough. Are these sets missing on the shelves? Because I'm, I'm looking at the Walmart website now and it's saying only four left. No, I don't think so. Okay, I, so I think it's, it's not hard it's to It's pretty get. available. I okay. think it's pretty available. All right. Yeah. And these things, like after the holidays, these things are get such deep discounts. Like I don't think these are selling super well. Like, they can't be happy with how this is doing. Like, all the the community is basically like, yep, okay, cool, thanks, bye. You know, like, yeah. nobody really wants this stuff. Okay. All right, well, I had to put it on there, man. It's uh, it's hitting a lot of lists, uh, get, getting a lot of buzz. So I knew you'd have something to say about it. If I had to slot in a number two here, it would end Nintendo-themed. It would be the Mario Kart that we talked about last time. Mm. That would be more expensive, but I think that's another one of those, like, we're playing with it all day. We said that last cast. We're playing with it all day, you know, and it has way longer staying value than something like this. I couldn't even argue this, like... There, there was no way, basically, my hands were tied. It had to go at the number one spot. We're talking about Hasbro's Star Wars, the child animatronic figure. Had had, to, it had, had, my hands were tied. There's had nothing to get I could number do. one. There's okay. nothing I could do. 
Um, this is the the Tickle Me Elmo of 2020. Absolutely. Um, and I have to admit, like, I got a little mixed up because I think I actually had Mattel as the uh, distributor here because there are so many the child figures out there. I mean, oh, yeah. God help the parent or uncle or sibling or whoever has been tasked with finding a specific the child figure. Because my goodness, there is so much stuff out there. Oh, yeah, dude. And and I'm usually pretty harsh on like uncles, grandmas and even parents like getting it wrong. But this year, like the kid's going to be like, I want that. I want that baby Yoda. You know, like that's all they're going to say. They're going to see the ad. They're going to see the cool thing. And they'll be like, the baby Yoda, I want that. And then the, the parent's going to get the, the absolute wrong thing because it's such a generic, like, I want that. And there's like a million things. Yeah, they're going to go get possibly like, a, be. like a plush or something because it oh, looks yeah, exactly yeah. the same. It's like, here you go. And it's like, no, nah, I didn't want that. Yep. Yeah. yeah man. Okay. So this one, Hasbro, is, I guess, somewhat interactive in a way where it's like you're like patting his head and he does certain things. Um, apparently, this is like the preferred one from what I've seen. And it looks good when it's doing its thing. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's like an advanced Furby in the form of Baby Yoda, well, the child. Yeah. Mattel has one that's like actually remote controlled where it can like walk around and mm. do all this stuff. Um, it's funny though. That thing makes so much noise. Like, you know I how bet. <laughs> like that, man, I'm not, ta- I'm not talking about like him actually making good noises. I'm talking about like <laughs> the plastic gears just grinding together. If he just wants to like raise his hand, it's like, it's like, what's wrong with my baby Yoda, mom? Oh my gosh. You could barely even like hear what he's saying. And like when he's like, cooing and stuff, you can barely hear it over all the grinding gears. That's um, it. That's the mark of a good toy. But yeah, apparently this is the one you want, and apparently they're getting harder and harder to find. This is this is one you gotta race out to the store. Yeah. Don um, your mask, get out there, brace the elements, and get your baby Yoda. Yeah, sound and motion combinations. So he does like his like cooing and all that and like blinks his eyes and then he does his whole the whole thing you wanna see. You wanna see him do use the power of the force. So he he, he does that as well. Um, Are you a baby Yoda fan? Can we call him Baby Yoda? Because he's not Baby Yoda. Like, we don't know the species yet, right? Or do we? Isn't Yoda's species Yoda? Is that what it is? No, nah, I, I think that's totally wrong. Oh, they're like, the only two is like Yoda and Yaddle, right? It's got to be something Y related. All I know is I'm sure companies and marketers are furious. that They're just like, can't we just call this thing Baby Yoda? Like, why do oh, we have yeah. to keep calling it the child? Like, I'm sure they're just furious. They just want it to be called Baby Yoda, even though it's not Yoda. <laughs> Yeah, not a great name. They really should have, like, came up with something other than The Child. It's, like, it's such a bad name for this thing. Um, yeah, Baby Yoda's perfect. Um, uh, he's pretty adorable. Um, and it, it's is. cool, like, when he uses the Force. So, I mean, I'll give him that. I I just, I hate how, like, us as a nation has to, like, glom over something and just, like, ruin it, you know? Like, just be obsessed with it to the point of where it's, like, I really can't even like it because everybody likes it too much and is way too obsessed with it. So I, I get, that's kind of like how Pikachu was back in the day. It's just like, I'm, I can't even like Pikachu, you know, because yeah, everybody that, just likes him too much. I'm, I'm in the same spot. Like, I don't want to like him for that reason. But at the same time, when he's on the show, I'm just like, I'm drawn to him. And I'm just like, yeah, what's he, do- what's he up to? Like, what's he getting into? Just <laughs> <he getting> <laughs> just being like a little, like mischievous little baby. I think it's like, it's such a juxtaposition on the show, which I think is badly needed um yeah. and on some of those episodes so yeah i'm i'm a fan even though i don't want to be word 
Well, that's number one, man. So you guys have Oof. your list. List is in hand now. It's official. So, you know, print it out. Get out to the stores. Actually, well, don't. You should probably shop online. But, you know, get out to the stores safely in 2020. This one's just for fans. This one's for all the fans. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, actually, we got another five-star review from our buddy BG. Thanks for thanks for uh, writing up a review for us, man. You wrote that up on Stitcher. I don't know what the deal is. I can't see reviews on Stitcher anymore now. I'm having an issue with that. So, if you guys do write in your five-star reviews, please uh, write them in Apple Podcasts, and we will... Uh, give you a nice shout out on here um, and we'll be very very grateful because it helps us out a lot so thanks again BG um, glad that you glad that you're liking what we're doing here yep so thanks with, BG with that being said BG actually has a question that he would like answered and I will read it here he says I would love to hear your opinion on the Lego Adidas or the exclusive shoe gift with purchase only released in Germany Strick you got anything to say on that I will say that it's really weird that Lego's doing all these cross promotions with like Levi, Adidas. Just very strange. Um, I think that the gift with purchase being a gift with purchase just in Germany, that's a little not fair to the rest of the world uh, for people that want to get this thing. Um, I honestly didn't do like a ton of research because it's like specifically in Germany to answer this question. But I think he's mainly getting at like, is that a good idea? Should they have done that? And I don't really love the gift with purchase stuff. So I'll just say like, it's probably not a great idea. They're they're really angering all their fans with these uh, North America exclusives that they're doing. So I'm not a fan of exclusives, uh, region exclusives. The Adidas shoes themselves, they're not for me, but I'm sure like sneakerheads are all about them. And I'm sure there's a good cross crossover between sneakerheads and, and Lego fans. So pretty cool, pretty interesting. Not for me. But thanks for the question, BG. Very Thanks. Uh, you're, always, you're always great with the questions. I think the next question we have here is for you, Motel. J- JCH wrote in. Uh, they said, I found your show while looking for Ultraman podcasts. <laughs> and we talked about this maybe like two or three casts ago. <laughs> I was curious on your guys' view on Japanese import toys. I mainly collect Ultraman uh, Sufubi. You told me how to say that, and I definitely said it wrong. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Safubi, yeah. Safubi? So- Sofubi. <laughs> So Fubi, uh, vinyl figures and Super Sentai Mecha, aka Power Rangers Megazords. Do y'all import any Japanese toys? I like how they said y'all. And what's your general view on Japanese toys? Free Motel. Yeah. Um, the short answer is I don't collect any Japanese toys at all. Um, I'm I'm mainly a you know what's what's at least in this question what came from Bandai America is what I collect, not Bandai Japan. Um, the Megazords that we get here in the U.S. are different from the ones that are made over in uh, Japan. And they're different in a way where the markets are different. Like, Super Sentai is what uh, Power Rangers is created from, and that's that's what's over there, and that's big over there. I'm not saying Power Rangers isn't big over here in North America, but, you know, it's like, it's it's second tier to com- to compared to, like, other things like Marvel and DC and, like, Star Wars. Like, it's it's a clear second tier. Like, it's not as big. Right. So, it's a different market that they're after, and a-, a lot of these toys are basically just geared towards kids, whereas, like, over over there, it's, it's, they're, they're really geared towards, like, adult fans and kids, but, but I think mainly, like, adult collectors are, are over there, and it shows, because the Megazords that are put out over there are, like, 
insanely like more detailed. They have electronics in them. Like over here, like we get a bunch of kid bashers. They're toys. Like they're made to like be played with, um, and secondly collected. So, um, I mainly just pick up whatever's over here. I, I, with that being said, I'm not a Megazord collector, but I do like research them and I'm, I'm interested in them. It's, it's something that's cool. Uh, but yeah, I don't collect anything uh, over from Japan. And then like, secondly is I, we can't get that stuff without going through like a third party seller, like a big bad toy store or something like that. Like you have to yeah. go through, you can't like just buy from Bandai Japan like directly. Cause I guess like they're going to like, you know, they don't want to put stuff through customs. And then what happens when you lose it? You know, they lose the money. Like it's, it's on them. So they, they don't need to deal with North America. So like you got to go through a third party, then they upcharge you. So I just, that I just, I stay away from it because like it's, it's, it's too expensive and I'm, I'm not that picky when it comes to this stuff, but I, I see the appeal and I get it. I totally get it. Um, so yeah, that's the, that's the short answer there. Hopefully I answered your question there, JC. Nice. Yeah. We got one more question here. This one's from W. Now with the double VIP points that we all have gathered during the VIP weekend, what is the best way to spend these points? Meaning, what will you get the most value out of these points, and when should we spend these? So we're talking Lego VIP here for anyone that is unfamiliar. Um, this program used to be really good. Uh, it was it was pretty much just like a five percent kickback, and you would get for every hundred dollars you spend, you get five dollars. And right at the register or like right at the point of checkout, Lego would just be like, "Hey, do you want to use all those points you've accumulated? It's like twenty dollars or it's thirty dollars." And they would just let you um, use that right at the register. That was amazing. I love the old program. Now it's like this terrible point system and you could trade them in for like all kinds of junk. Honestly, like straight up like wallpapers, like desktop wallpapers uh, cost points. It's it's bad stuff. So uh, W for what to spend your points on. I mean, it's it's going to be specific to you. I'm I have so many points saved up that I'm just kind of holding out hope that they release a exclusive set in the vip program at some point that's hard to find and um it might it's a little promising because it's actually a very timely question just as of today i think this came out uh they're lego is running these new black friday 2020 promotions where they have a featured daily reward and it seems like there's actually two featured daily rewards where there's going to be one that's kind of a promo set and then one that's just a regular set that you can buy so first up is mickey and minnie um and Typically, a $180 set, the way the points work out, it's like $150, so you save $30. Not a set for me, but if you were in the market for that, that's a good one to trade in because uh, you get a little bit of a discount on it. And then the VIP tote bag is like, I, I don't, the tote bag, sure, um, not for me either. So I'm like, I'm going to be watching this daily. Hopefully, they release something kind of exclusive, kind of cool. And that is likely what I'm going to spend my points on because I think I could trade them in for something like that, or I think I have like almost $400 worth of points uh, in my VIP rewards account just sitting there burning a hole in my pocket so it's either going to be that or i'm going to exchange it for just money and just buy the sets i want at some point so thanks for the question w really good uh really good question all right strict so we got some collection updates mine is not too impressive but uh what do you got going uh i did some black friday shopping some some brick friday and got Oh yeah, man. I got the corner garage modular building as the next modular I needed. And really, I just need to get up that $200 price point to get these Black Friday promos. I linked them in here, man. This is what you're getting for that 200 big ones. You're getting actually a very cool set. And what I wanted is the uh, Christmas Carol set. It's like a little diorama of classic Christmas Carol. You get Ebenezer Scrooge. 
Tiny Tim and Bob Cratchit. So pretty, pretty interesting set for that was $150 tier. At $200, though, man, you get that free VIP brick, man. And that thing is turquoise and cool. Um, and I'm obviously being facetious there. That thing is the lamest, like, $200 promo. Um, I don't know why I felt the need to get it. I'm going to just try to sell it. It's wow. really, really a terrible $200 promo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, man. So that's what I picked up. I also did some holiday building with my family, with my sisters and uh, my wife. We uh, we stayed up late one night putting a lot of my holiday Christmas sets together, and I think we almost have four of them put together because it's it's honestly I did a horrible job of packing them up, and it's just a big box, uh, a big bin of, of bricks that is really bad to sort through. So apologies to my family; they were not super super excited to be just like digging through that bin for every little piece they needed. Um, so we'll be much more organized next year, but just a cool little tradition that we've started, uh, starting this year. I love hearing that, man. I always, I, when, when you say that, describe it, I, I feel like you're describing the, the ending of a movie where it, the camera's outside and pulling away from the house and seeing you by the, by the fire and your family and you're putting Legos together and then the snow comes down and the credits start rolling. I just, I feel like that's what my mind goes to. That's exactly what you'll, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> you painted it perfectly. <laughs> All right, man, what do you got? It's not too exciting. I mean, I guess JC is going to like this, but (laughs) I have completed uh, my Ultraman collection. And when I say completed, um, it's just the ones that were were released to us uh, through DreamWorks and Bandai uh, back in the 90s. It's just what was released in North America. So uh, I don't buy any like Ultraman Sofubi figures or anything like that. Like that is a black hole for me, man. I feel like once I start buying that stuff, I wouldn't be able to stop. Um, so I just, I've mainly just like collected, you know, what was released here. And when I say that, I mean, I've had like all the figures pretty much for my whole life. Like these are the ones I've had from when I was a kid, but the smash and the clash and thrash city play set, that is what I had when I was a kid and I still have it, but I was missing pieces. So I actually ended up picking up, a loose set of that uh, to fill out the the missing pieces because I'm gonna end up reviewing that set. Nice. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm gonna re- review the the whole line entirely. So I needed every single piece. So I picked up the Clash and Thrash City Play set. So this thing looks pretty cool, man. Get your monsters in there, Clash and Thrash, and some buildings and cars and trucks and planes. It was always cool. It wasn't just Ultraman that I'd play with that. I mean, I'd use all my Power Ranger figures. I'd get like GI Joes in there. Like it was, it was a, a nice play set for any uh, any anybody that has a like some like Godzilla figures or something. You know, it's it's perfect for that. So I definitely recommend uh, looking into into that play set. All right, man. So you, you got to grab your eggnog and you got to get cozy by the fire because we're about to dig in to some gifts here. Mm-hmm. It's the holiday gift exchange. So our, our third annual since yeah, we've been doing the it cast. Could, it could be third or fourth. Yeah. Don't bother trying to find those old episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'll find last year. All right. So I cannot remember who went first last year, but Oof. do you do you have any pre- any preference? Um. You could go first. All right. There's a lot of gifts here, and we try to stick to a $20 limit. So you obviously went over um, and made me look bad again for two years in a row. Well, well hold on. I, I specifically remember you going over last year, and I'm pretty sure the limit's $30, is it not? 
Oh my god, I thought it was 20. <laughs> well, whatever. Last year, I mean, last year the limit was 30, and you spent like 40, so I right. did the same this year. Okay, whatever. I went over two, even though the gift is small, what you're looking at. So I'm you opening I'm opening up the smallest of three boxes here uh, that okay. Strick has provided me with. So. I feel like I need to give you, like, I don't, I wait, I guess you could be surprised. All right, I'll tell you the backstory afterward, after you open it. Okay, well, I open up the very first one. And mm -hmm. Describe the packaging. We need, we need to really sell this. Come on. Okay, it's a very uh, small, uh, rectangular-ish package. Very, very small, like fits in hand, in the palm of my hand. Mm -hmm. um, I opened it up, and lo and behold, it's a Lego set. Ooh. It's uh, Brickheads. Ooh. Yeah, everybody knows, listeners of this cast knows I love Brickheads, so. Everyone and, knows. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Universal Monsters Frankenstein Brickheads. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, so here's the backstory. I I went to make a purchase on Lego.com, and I guess I already had him in my cart, and then I added him again. So I ended up with two of them, and rather than trying to make a return, I was like, I'll give this boy to Motel, man. I know how much he loves Brickheads. <laughs> so there you go, man. That was my mistake. Now you're treasure. Well, hey. I appreciate him, man, because now uh, he will be on display with my uh, scarecrow that you got me. Like, I think, was it last year you got me that scarecrow? <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think I, so. Uh, yeah, got a scarecrow. So he'll he'll go on my Halloween uh, mood table display with uh, the scarecrow. So thank you. That's yeah, cool. man. So I got another one here. It's uh, a little bit bigger. Rectangular. What's that packaging looking like? Almost, almost feeling like a book, kind of. Yeah? What's that packaging looking like, though? Like, what's it wrapped in? Uh, it's wrapped in like I brown bagged it. Like a brown, like, lunch lunch bag. Very festive. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I appreciate it. Alright, I thought so. So I'm opening it up. It's, mm -hmm. Again, it's like, it's kind of, it's, it's feeling like a book. It's not, it's not a book. Of course what not. What is this? <laughs> it's <laughs> a... Oh, okay. It's it's the shape of a. Uh, for all you you younger guys out there, you you probably won't know this, but it's uh, the shape of a VHS uh, rental from, from Blockbuster, and it, that's what it says. It, it looks like it's a VHS rental from Blockbuster, but it's actually a party game, a movie mm, game, a movie game, eh? A movie game for anyone who has ever seen a movie is what it says down there. Wow, look at that, man! A Blockbuster themed movie. Didn't know it existed. I did not know either, and uh, it popped up as a, I bought the bottom gift that you're about to open, and it was like, yo, you might like this gift. I was like, I would like that gift. <laughs> so that thing got purchased right afterwards. So good job, Target, with your recommendation engine. Very, very good. So it says, bring home the entertainment again. It says, the golden age of video rental is back with a party game starring the movies you know and love. And like all great blockbusters, this one is a double bill. Part one is a movie buzzer battle. Part two is triple charades Jeopardy. Let the good times roll. <laughs> yeah, man. It actually, I watched some videos. It looks pretty fun. Okay. It's like it's 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 like kitschy, but it looks pretty good. So is what is it like '90s movies, or is it just like all movies forever? Um, you know, the ones I think they advertise are like The Matrix and like some older movies. So okay. I don't know how recent they are, but I think they they probably get pretty recent. Ages um, twelve and up, and four plus players. But yeah, man, the board is the the Blockbuster parking lot. That's what I, I and you get that. you get Clever. the sign, you get the Blockbuster parking lot sign in there. I just thought you'd really appreciate That's that. Cute, man. Yeah, man, it's good. Well, once I can be in the same room with you again, we'll have to play it. Absolutely, yeah. All those parties you're throwing, I figured it'd be good. Um, and maybe that's why it was like on mega mega discount. It's like nobody's buying that thing. <laughs> but so I, hey, man, you got a treasure now. 
I have one final gift here. Um, mm-hmm. You, uh, Strick wrote the word uh, poop on here. Mm-hmm. It was hidden. It was. It was. Obs- it was obs- hidden underneath the other ga- gifts. I didn't know it was there. Now I'm reading yeah. it. It says poop. Mm-hmm. Just have a little chuckle, a little holiday joke, you know. <laughs> Just a little holiday whimsical joke. Yeah, man. So now I'm opening it up. It's pretty. It, it feels, you know, it's a pretty, pretty large, sizable, sizable rectangle here. He's a beefy boy. Is that sounding good? That's a- that sounding good. Dude! Wow. Um. Thank you. That's Did I awesome. nail it? Did you I nail really, it? You really, really, really did nail it. Um, all right. For all you at home, it is Strick got me the Jurassic World Legacy Collection uh, four pack featuring the Comic Con exclusive John Hammond figure. No mm-hmm. longer, no longer ex- exclusive, but dude, thank you, man. You really shouldn't have been buying me all this stuff, but uh, I was really considering not picking this up just out of spite, and <laughs> I'm super happy that you got me this. Uh, See, I knew you, I knew awesome. you kind of gave up on that line, specifically because of that John Hammond <laughs> wow. figure being exclusive. We talked about it on the cast, and I, I saw that, I was like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, and uh, yeah, that was an instant buy. I had to get that right away. Wow, like, good job, dude. You seriously nailed it. Like, that's great, because I was, I was in Target, like, the other day, because I, I got a Target gift card from uh, my birthday back in October, and I'm like, I don't even know what to use this for. And I was just like, maybe I should just buy that and just get it over with. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't, man. That's perfect. I was not expecting that. Thank you. Yeah, that was a gamble. I thought you might have it, but either way, I know you want multiple John Hammond, so I figured that was safe. That is tight, dude. Now I can safely continue collecting that line. <laughs> nice. Nice. That was awesome. the goal. Awesome. All right, man. Ready to dig into yours? Oh, yeah, I am. Let's let's get some of this on the mic. Oh, yeah, that sounded good. So uh, I'm staring down the same bag that I opened last year from Motel. It's a little bit of a reuse, which is fine. You know, we're trying to save the planet, like we talked about last class. Absolutely. Uh, There's a little sticker on here. I'll read it because it's my favorite Bible passage. It says, they fell down and worshipped him. They offered him gifts, gold, and frankincense, and myrrh. That's Matthew 2, 11, if, if you guys are... Uh... Oh, trust me, they know it. Oh, yeah, you guys know it. You know you know your Bible verses. So, let's hop in here. What are we looking at? What are we looking at here, man? We got grab- we got a couple little tiny things. What am I supposed to be grabbing? Grab, grab the red ball first. Grab the red ball first. That's not the red ball. Red ball, red ball. Maybe it is the red ball. Yeah, the red, red tissue paper. I mean, there's a lot of tissue paper. Is there, like, a little packaged gift? Is that what you're saying? Within the red tissue paper. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah. I should look at... I should do these first. Those first, yeah. All right, we have... For for those for those annual listeners, you probably already know what I got from Motel, because he's so good at being consistent here. He got me Series 1 collectible minifigures, the Origis, and, you know, it, like any good cast, I'm going to have to fill these up here and figure out what who I got. Because, I like, we're slowly closing these out, man. I don't know what you're going to give me next, but... All right, so let's see, let's see. I'm feeling something that should give it away, but I can't tell what it is. And I was going to do research before, because I'm, like, kind of forgetting who's in this line. Oh, the, dude, you got the zombie, huh? Yeah, man. Ooh, okay. He's, yeah. he's, a, he's a heavy hitter, that one. Let me feel the other one real quick. Alright, that's that's 100% the shovel. Okay, so I'm feeling... I don't know what I'm feeling on the other one. Okay. I should know these better. There's the cheerleader. There's the you caveman. Got it. You got it. It's the cheerleader? Yeah. What am I feeling? 
I feel like I need to open this up. I don't know if this is a cheerleader, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, I feel the cheerleader's little pom-pom. Okay. Nice, man. All right, so I think... What do I have, like, eight of these now? I think you do. All right, now, now there's something else here. There is. Some, there's something else here, okay? I don't, know if you, I don't know if you were expecting this, but you need it. <laughs> All right, we'll see. Oh, I might know what this is. All right, so I'm looking at... I'm looking at some nice wrap job here from Motel. Just just a nice crude wrapping job. It's just some, some checkered white, red, and green paper and I'm, I'm getting to this oh yeah i thought it might be him <laughs> all right so we're looking at the sonic premium we got the fry boy these are the squirters aka the ornaments there's three of them on my tree currently and this boy's gonna complete the set i got that fry can we get some of that sweet on the mic you guys hear that you guys hear you guys hearing that that's the fry boy. He's looking great. Yeah, to, Motel, be clear, to be thank clear, you. oh, no problem, man. Absolutely. It was needed. You have to complete that set. So Absolutely. just to clarify for everybody, it's uh, the Sonic fast food establishment. That's uh, that's what we're talking about there. They, uh, back in the 90s, they gave out uh, a set of four like squirters, like little uh, food guy squirters. So one of them's a cheeseburger, one of them's french fries, one of them's a drink, and then one of them's a peppermint that you get at Sonic. So Strick had all three of them. But he was missing the fries, and I found him. I procured the French fries. Thanks so much, man. Yeah, dude. My, my Christmas feels complete <laughs> now that I have him. Do you like hanging those up as ornaments? Like for whatever reason, that's the only, that's like one of the reasons why I like these because they they act as ornaments too. Like while they're in in the off season of summer when you're supposed to be squirting water out of them, they can be ornaments. They just they double as that. They moonlight as ornaments, I should say. So. Oh yeah, dude. You can hang uh, them on your Christmas tree. It's hilarious. I just don't I don't understand these toys. It's, I just think they're so adorable and fun. So. They are currently on my tree, and they will be until the day I die. And you know what? And then they're going to be passed on to my children, and probably my children's children. And the story of our friendship will live on for generations through this, these Christmas ornaments. And that's why I love them so much. I have a real affinity for Christmas ornaments, so nice, thanks, man. man. Good. It's, it's always a safe buy for me as a Christmas, or Christmas ornament. Strick, I think that's I think that's our show, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's the holiday show, the 2020 holiday show, man. It, it has been a year. It has been. It it has been a year. Thanks so much, everyone, for sticking through it with us and joining the cast. With our our numbers have grown way beyond what we thought they would uh, through this year, and we're just we're super looking forward to next year and the years beyond. We were just talking about it today off the cast, and uh, we're just so glad you're here and. Tell your friends. Tell your friends to join the party because it's not stopping anytime soon. That's going to do it for us today. If you'd like to stay up to date with all things The Toy Talk Guys, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for The Toy Talk Guys on any of those platforms. Please give us a five-star review like Motel said in Apple Podcasts if you can. You can leave it in Stitcher, but it's hard to read. And don't be afraid to tell a friend about the show. Thanks for listening. We hope to see you guys again next year.